0: Rookie mistakes made by new retirees, mistakes you can easily avoid making. That story, many more, and your questions, coming up on Aging Options next.
1: Aging Options, how can we help? I'm calling with a question about Medicaid.
2: It's time to know your options and master your future. So I'm looking for some advice, things to consider about retirement community. My life, my plan, my way.
3: He wanted us to roll his 401k in to an IRA, and we wondered if that was why. Life.
2: LifePoint Law presents aging options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagaych. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. He has significant assets and I'm just wondering how those assets can be protected. Know your options.
1: There just didn't seem to be a thing that I mentioned that you didn't already
2: know. Aging options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should know not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers only general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized Retirement Planning Authority and host of the national public television program Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich.
0: And welcome to another live edition of Aging Options. Uh, this is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagaj, joined today in the studio with Scott Schill, Elder Law Attorney also. And we'll be talking all things aging. And on this day, if you go to agingoptions.com, the four stories that we thought you should be paying attention to. The first one is proposals to get Congress moving and fix Social Security. But will that be enough? The second story we'll be talking about is low interest rates, inflation risk, and market volatility. These things all amount to a perfect storm for retirees, followed by rookie mistakes made by new retirees. Mistakes you can easily avoid if you know... What the mistakes are. And finally, who qualifies you to be called a senior citizen? And does that warrant a slap on the face of anyone who calls you a senior citizen? Well, those are the stories we'll be talking about on today's edition of Aging Options. And even though we think that these are important stories for you to pay attention to, probably far more important than what we want to talk about are questions you have about retirement planning or your just retirement period. If you are thinking retirement, if you're already retired, this is the place to be. We talk about the, we try and unlock the mysteries of retirement planning based on one simple reality. Even though every single human being when we start working we actually start our planning for retirement way early in the career way before you even know we are retiring we are planning to uh, to, to retire someday in the future we all want our retirement to be a happy dream like state we just have so many hopes and wishes for our retirement but the reality is 70% of us eventually crash and burn sometime in retirement. 70% of us are going to crash and burn, even though universally we will all want to succeed. Why does that happen? That does not seem to be the topic that interests most people. We want to grumble about why retirement goes wrong, but very little is talked about when it comes to why these things happen. And that's what we at Aging Options do. We want to put you in the driver's seat to better understand where retirement planning itself goes wrong and how you can plan differently so you can have better life outcomes. And for that, all you have to do, if you have any questions about retirement planning, whether, they are, uh, whether you should pick Medicare and how do you pick the right Medicare plan, Medicare traditional, Medicare advantage, uh, whether it is about housing, you're thinking about maybe selling you house moving somewhere else uh, we can talk about it the chances if you're going to be moving uh, close to retirement you probably are looking at your new home to be the place that you want to spend out the rest of your life stanford university studies show that the chances that the average person will be able to take his or her last breath in his own home are about 30 percent There's a 70% chance that you will be in a nursing home, in a hospital, in a hospice home, in a place that you'd much rather not be towards the end of your life. If you have questions, how can you change that? This is the place to call. Uh, Financial issues, legal issues, will, trust, powers of attorney. Uh, maybe you're about to get into a second marriage. Maybe you're concerned that the power of attorney you've given to your children, that they are starting to tell you you can't make any decisions. Or maybe you're a child watching your parent uh, deal with aging issues, and you're not quite sure whether they have all the right legal documents that will allow you to do what you n- know you will need to do at some point in time. This is the place to call. The phone lines are open. 1-800-465-8770. That's 800 800- Four six five eight seven seventy. You can join the conversation, and we'll be sure to put you in the right direction. If we don't have the answer, we'll find the answer for you and put you in the right direction. So with that, uh, let me introduce Scott Schill. Scott, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm delighted to be here, Rajiv. You know, as
0: you you're
1: talking about all the different issues uh, that uh, are coming at, you know, retirees and thinking about, It just struck me that uh, there's so many plans. You talk about the Medicare plan and your housing and your health. And um, I think uh, what people really would need is to simplify. How do we how do we have like one master plan that puts it all together?
0: Yep, and we call that master plan to be a life plan, right? I mean, this is where we take a look at every aspect of planning, and we will certainly talk about all these issues one at a time, and, and Scott, I'm so thrilled that you are here. You, you have a good legal background, uh, uh, the smartest attorney that I know, and I mean it when I say that. Uh, <laughs> you have a good litigation background, and then again, your mom is the one who had attended one of the seminars, and she kind of uh, asked you, cajoled you to come to the seminar, and you and I have been working three years, so uh, tell Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. What do you do at Life Point Law?
1: Yeah, thanks. Well, as you said, you know, as a uh a child of, of three sets of parents, my my <laughs> my uh in laws and both my parents uh separately, um yeah, my, my mom uh, uh had a medical event and it hit me that uh I was responsible for my parents and I I I wanted to figure out how to support them and how that how they could have the life that they wanted. And uh, I realized I had no idea. I had no idea how to support them and what to do. And that came home to me when my mom had uh, kind of major hip surgery and was going to be in a body cast for eight weeks. And the doctor came out and said, hey, you know, the, the surgery went well. uh, uh She's got to go to rehab. Uh, here's 15 minutes with a social worker. Where are you going to send her? And um, about 10 days into the rehab, uh, the nurse came to me and said, uh, well, we can't really do uh, any more uh, uh, rehabilitation until the cast comes off, uh, so Medicare is not going to pay for this. Uh, this is a Friday afternoon. Uh, Medicare is not going to pay for this. Uh, she's got to be out of here by Monday. Uh, here's 15 minutes with the social worker. Again, where do you want to take her? And I was just uh, blown away that our system could put people, you know, that are relatively sophisticated and then have access to some resources, but put into these, you know, potentially life-altering, profound decisions. Um, you know, uh, it just seemed very wrong to me. And that's when I started thinking, okay, I, as you said, I'm a I'm a litigator by background, so I'm comfortable navigating a complex statutory schema. And I started looking into it and uh, realized, oh, my gosh, our system really leaves families adrift. Uh, and that's when I started thinking about how 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 can I help my parents? Uh, and that's what led me. Led us to you, really, Rajiv, because you're the only one that I have seen that is really trying to. Uh, kind of wrestle the whole thing to the ground. How do we put in place the the framework now before a crisis happens so that we have comfort that when a crisis happens as a kid, I know what I'm supposed to do. I have the guidance and resources, kind of the manual of instructions in place, so it's not scary and overwhelming. And my parents know that, oh, yeah, my goals, of course, I want to be healthy and engaged and relaxed. And then if there's a crisis, I want to be home and I want to be independent and I want to be secure um, and so that was the, that was the light bulb moment for me that, oh, how do I make sure that my parents are home? They don't get shuffled off into a institutional care facility. Uh, and, uh, how do they do it without burdening? You know, they don't want to burden me. Um, and so that was my light bulb moment. That it has to be, has to be a way. And you were the guy that I saw that was kind of crazy enough, fearless enough to try to, uh, to solve this problem.
0: Well, we certainly have been happy to have you aboard uh, uh, helping move the train along. And, and, you know, these are things we can all relate to. So why don't we get to the stories and then hopefully we'll be uh, getting someone to, you know, we we can take uh, a few calls uh, along the way and put the people in the right direction. Uh, So let's start with the story. The first one that we have is proposal to get Congress moving to fix Social Security, because that is part of the big puzzle, isn't it? I mean, when you talk about this is so much to think about in retirement, well, Social Security, sadly, is one of those things that we all think about. Uh, And the big question is, will Social Security be there? And as the article points out, as we've talked about in the show forever, the Social Security Trust Fund is set to run out, uh, according to the latest uh, timetable, some type in the early 2030s, and when it runs out, Social Security will be cut to 79% of the benefits. Thankfully, not having a Social Security trust fund or the Social Security trust fund going under doesn't mean that we don't get Social Security. It just means we get a lot less in Social Security benefits. So, Scott, what do you make of this story, and what should our listeners take away from this story?
1: Yeah, well, my first uh, read on it was they're setting up a committee. Which is uh, usually a recipe in Washington for nothing is, uh, nothing's going to be done. (laughs) They're trying to punt the issue. But in this case, I think it's actually designed, uh, quite to the contrary. The idea here is to put together a, uh, a blue ribbon panel, uh, what they call a a rescue committee, um, uh, bipartisan kind of, uh, uh, folks that tend to be. On the political center it looked like on on the in the republican and uh democratic party and the idea is that they'll put together a some proposed fixes uh that will and maybe in some ways give political cover that they'll be able to uh to get legislation through without uh uh exposing uh, uh, the politicians to flack and what does that mean That means that they are proposing to do unpopular things and unpopular things in this context means cutting benefits or increasing taxes.
0: Right. And, and this is something that has been done before. I mean, if, 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 go to the article. You really need to get involved with this one. This is not one we can sit uh, on the sidelines and then when, when whatever law is going to be passed, if we don't like it, then we grumble about it. There's no point grumbling after the law passes. There's a lot that can be done before the law passes. And the starting point is arm yourself with information. And if you have any inclination to call your uh, elected uh, officials, uh, this may be a time to be doing that. So this article is, uh, again, going Back And uh, Mitt Romney, uh, I think a pretty middle-of-the-road politician, he had tried to do something like this earlier, and he's reviving a bipartisan effort trying to get uh, Democrats and Republicans both to look into a commission. And the way that this thing is going to come about is this. Once you have the commission, uh, they've got 180 days to come up with some proposal, and whatever proposal is going to come up, it will not get too many open uh, discuss- open hearing opportunities, so the public probably is not going to hear a lot what's going on behind the scenes, but the proposal is going to be then put on a short shift to get passed by Congress. So without a lot of hearings, without a lot of uh, discussion about the whole thing, once the Commission comes up with a recommendation, it'll be fast-tracked into into law, some mechanism or another. And that's where the detractors come in, that, look, I mean, if you're going to be a politician making these changes that are going to impact so many people, likely it is going to, as you said, Scott, lower the benefits or it's going to increase the taxes or more likely it's going to be a combination of both then you should have the courage to have an open debate on the floor about the whole issue so everyone knows what you're talking about and what you're about to pass. So that's the objection to it. On the other hand, you've got a lot of other people saying 180 days is way too long. We need action now. We know all these trust funds, Social Security, Medicare, uh, your, your hospital, your highway trust fund, all these funds are about to run out of money here pretty quickly, and the longer we wait, the more drastic the solutions will need to be. So anyway, that's what's going on. I think you need to pay attention to the Social Security fix that's coming. I doubt if the existing Social Security beneficiaries are going to get impacted, but the ones coming up into Social Security, they're the ones who are going to be impacted. Great story, a story that we should be paying a lot of attention to. Scott?
1: Absolutely. Rajiv, as a planner, when you're thinking about your client's uh, kind of big picture How does something like this play into your thinking? What kind of, uh, yeah, how how does it impact you? You know,
0: the the way that it impacts me when we are talking to one-on-one clients, what you're looking at is from, this is a financial issue, right? And this is a quality of life issue. We need to have enough income to be able to meet our expenses so we can live a decent quality of life. And Social Security generally tends to be one of, Three or four different sources where the money is going to come from money in retirement comes from social security which is a given at least so far it's a given then the next is pensions those few of us who still have pensions and thankfully the clients that we are serving they many of them still have pensions but the new clients that we are planning for they have no pensions the third place is going to be your investments that you have so whatever money you're going to pull out and the fourth is going to be any other resource that you may have like an inheritance coming your way or windfall that may be coming your way. Those are the four sources of income. The goal should be that you know you should not be reliant on any one source. Build a retirement dashboard. Approximate 10 years before you're going to retire how much income you're going to end up needing in retirement. Be smart to understand that whatever number you start with will need to keep up with inflation because income will never keep up with inflation. And the big mistake financial planners will end up making is they'll say, oh, yeah, you've got enough money to last you till age 85. You got a 90 percent probability you'll be OK. According to all the reports and the statistics and the science, if you got a 90 percent plus confidence level, then that's a good plan to have. Only problem is what happens if you live to be 105 years of age? Highly unlikely you get there. But if you're one of the few freaks who gets there, how would you like to be 105 years of age with no money in your pocket? Right. Those are the mistakes. And the best thing that you ought to be doing from this perspective is build something called a retirement dashboard. And that's a great jumping off point, Scott. We've got uh, a quick break we have to end up taking. When we come back, let's explore. Let's, you and I talk about the retirement dashboard. It's a concept that, is, that should be brought to you by financial planners, seldom is. So we want to bring this concept to you because if you have a financial dashboard you will know when to retire, when to start Social Security, whether you have the financial bandwidth to invest in a long-term care insurance policy or not, how to hold your retirement assets properly, how much money you'll be able to needing to pull out from your savings to maintain your quality of life, and whether you are on track to make that number or not. When we come back, we'll talk about all those issues. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk about all those issues. And oh, uh, but I don't want to forget. And and Scott, here it is. We've been playing uh, what year was it? And so I'm going to tease you and see if you know it. Don't give me the answer. But what year was it? Yes, we're going to do that again. The Apollo 19 landed on the moon. Beatles gave their final live performance. Oh, my. Beatles gave their final live performance. Richard Nixon becomes the president of the United States. And this was the most popular song of the year yeah you can hear it in your mind can't you was it 1969 70 or 71 don't cheat don't peek, just try and guess 69 70 or 71 we'll give you the answer at the 11 o'clock hour we'll be back after this
3: break 7 out of 10 Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by Elder Law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com. Or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law located at 319 south Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003.
4: Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? Homewatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006. 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours
2: now back to aging options my life my plan my way changing the way america thinks of plans for and navigates through retirement with life planning coach rajiv Nugayic. and welcome
0: back to aging options this is elder law attorney rajiv Nugayic in studios with scott Shill, elder law attorney at life point law we are here talking all things aging. If you're aging, probably retirement is not too far from your mind. And in retirement, you want to make sure that you succeed, not fail. If you have any questions about retirement, whether they're about how do you approach health care issues, uh, are you on the right track to be able to approach housing? So you know you not only have a hope to be able to live out your life in your own home, but a plan that will make sure that you actually get to realize that goal, that you don't become one of the 70% who are going to fail to do that. Uh, if you have questions about finances, when to start Social Security, are you holding your retirement accounts properly? Are you investing properly? How, what are the missing pieces that financial planning industry simply is not going to raise for you? Or, or whether it is legal. We are lawyers at the end of the day. If you have any questions about uh, wills, trusts, powers of attorney, how should you approach your planning so that your kids don't end up fighting after you leave? If you're watching a parent deal with uncovered medical expenses, how does Medicaid work? How does Medicare work? What about V8 Are there any benefits under these programs that you can take advantage of so that you don't go destitute paying for uncovered long term care expenses? All those are good for, for you to be thinking about if you have any questions. We probably have answers, better answers than you're going to find anywhere else. The phone lines are open, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. Join the conversation. You just don't have to sit in the sidelines. And talking about, uh, about education, uh, Scott, we've got three events coming up. Each month we do these events. and. I got to tell you the last 2 months we've done live events small number of people coming but I'm so encouraged to see that this pandemic is now starting to wear off a little bit and allowing people who are coming to some live events so Uh, We have a live uh, seminar. Remember the good old days? Uh, Every month we used to do five live events and uh, 350, 400 people would show up to these events and, and we would give a lot of good education. And over the years, that's how we educated Western Washington on how to do proper planning. Well, if you're vaccinated and you are hungry to get back and see as to what the open world used to feel like, then uh, we've got a a seminar, a live seminar, coming on May 18th at 6 p.m. in Federal Way. But if you're not all that brave, you don't want to venture out, you're still a little cautious with the COVID, with the numbers going up again recently, uh, and you want to be playing it safe, we have two online live events, uh, one on May 13th, one on May 15th. All you have to do is to go to LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com and register for one of the seminars. They're extremely well received, and I promise you, you will get world-class education. Education that you will not get anywhere else. So uh, make sure that you go to... Uh, lifepointlaw.com. Register for one of these seminars. If you know of somebody who uh, is thinking about retirement planning but doesn't really know where to start, this is a great place for them to be starting, for you to be starting, to think about what are the types of issues that you should be thinking about when you plan your retirement years. Uh, Back to you, Scott. We were talking about a proposal uh, to to get Congress moving to fix Social Security and that people should be looking at a financial dashboard. Uh, Any comments on that?
1: Well, first of all, I want to uh, do. I get to guess on the uh, year.
0: Well, you can guess. We won't give the answer till the end of the uh, show. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what do you think? What year was it? Sixty-nine, seventy, and seventy-one.
1: I'm going sixty-nine.
0: Okay. Well, that's think- the year you're thinking that Apollo uh, 11 landed on the moon. Beatles gave the final live performance. Richard Nixon became the President of the United States of America and this happened to be the most popular song of that year well we'll, we'll figure out towards the 11 o'clock hour your guess is uh, 1969 final answer
1: that sound, yeah, that sounds like the end of the decade of uh, love, of, of the 60s, that song right there. So that, that's, Okay, so the, you're
0: locked and loaded. We'll come back and give you the answer whether you won a million <laughs> points that get you absolutely nothing or you got zero <laughs> points that also get you nothing. We'll tell you what the year, what year that was.
1: And, and Rajiv, I hate to interrupt, but I have some news about that song that, that was played yeah. there for the song of the year. As yeah. it turns out, the song has is credited... Scott Schill on backing vocals. This blew my mind. I could not believe when I saw this man and a great vocal performance. Back to you. All righty, all righty.
0: With that, uh, our phone lines are open. If you want to join in this craziness, you can call in one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. That's one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. If you have any questions about retirement planning, Social Security, inflation, or any of these stories, just give us a call. We'll talk about it. Uh,
1: it, was, Scott, it was my you rock and roll about- background that prepared me for uh for retirement planning because it can be a roller coaster okay so it's trying too hard
0: <laughs> it is it is uh I, I missed the first part of it but i want to get back to the uh issue about uh financial dashboard but tell us a little bit about it. i mean you yeah. help your clients and you guide them uh to to prepare a financial dashboard what is a financial dashboard and why should people pay attention to that
1: Yeah, well, when I think about the financial piece of retirement, uh, I kind of break it into two separate parts. The first part is, you know, investments. And you're you're making sure that you are uh, properly asset, uh, you know, asset allocation and, and risk tolerance and time horizon and your investment costs are low. You're not, you know, you're not paying commissions, those types of things. That's all important. But equally important or more important is what we call the financial dashboard. And this is the part that says, hey, let's look at our, let's look at our big picture holistically. What, is our, what are our assets? What's our likely retirement income? And what is our likely retirement expenses? And given that, then we want to say, let's do some planning. Let's have confidence that we can live our lives. We can enjoy our retirement and we can safely withdraw uh, a certain amount monthly, and be comfortable. That, like as you said, if we live to be 105 years old, there's going to be a little bit of money left over. We're not going to outlive our, uh, our our resources. So it, it involves who's the right type of uh, person to work with. We want I want my clients to work with the highest credentialed, a fiduciary that's not getting paid on a commission, certified financial planner. And I want to educate my client to get the answers that they. Need the things that you were just talking about. What is the what is my target retirement date? When can I can when I can I can I retire? When should I take Social Security benefits? Should I be looking at a long-term care uh, uh, insurance policy? Um, so that's what I mean by the by the financial dashboard and the financial piece of the retirement. And then most importantly, as a lawyer, I want to make sure that the financial piece and the legal piece and the housing piece and the health piece, all the pieces are working together. So on the financial side, I, wanna, I want the uh, clients to be aware that, hey, if we are going to be doing um, certain types of uh, legal planning, we want to make sure that, for example, maybe we want to uh, work with uh, uh, slowly converting traditional IRAs to a Roth IRA in certain circumstances. So that's, that's kind of the big picture of how we help our clients get their arms around um, uh, the big holistic picture,
0: right? And and you know, so how come how come this is information that is not easily available to people, or, or or you know, what is your sense of why it is so hard to go ahead and get this type of information about before you start even doing any investment planning?
2: Yeah,
1: I think it's two things. Number one is that. You know the the financial, the compensation incentives are not always aligned with what my clients want. It's a lot easier for a uh, financial, uh, a stockbroker, or a, you know a salesman, basically, to pitch you on things that uh, that generate a lot of income for them. Things sometimes it's annuities, sometimes it's you know commission based stock trading, um, and so this is this is you know a, a little more work for them and they're they're interested so just not aligned on that that's number one the second thing a big issue i think is <clears throat> people need to uh, uh are not tuned into what our real retirement goals are so our goals are really we of course we want to be you know healthy we want to be engaged we want to be relaxed but we also want to make sure that at the end of the day we're at home we're not stuck in a nursing home somewhere we're not a burden on our kids. We know we're independent. And I don't think people are starting from that, that uh, premise of saying, okay, that's my goal. How do, you help, how do you help further that goal? And so I think people get lost in that, in that confusion.
0: And, you know, one one of the easy ways that that you don't have to get confused about all these issues, and and even if it is just the financial angle that you want to take a look at and say, what do I need to know about financial planning so I'm doing it better than the next guy does? What the pop culture in financial planning, that industry is not going to talk to us about. Go to one of these live planning events. We've got three of them coming up. One of them is live. That's going to be on May 18th in our Federal Way campus. If you have been vaccinated... And you feel comfortable uh, in a room... Properly socially distanced room. It's a huge room that can hold about eighty to ninety people uh, in that room, and we are going to allow no more than twenty individual bodies to be in that room at any any one given time, with proper precautions that we end up taking. I think it is time to step out. We've lost a whole year to the pandemic. Uh, Many of you have put away, put off. Okay, well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it because the immediate need right now is to stay safe, and and good for you if you've done that. But it's time to maybe start, you know, capturing and going back and saying, make up for lost time. What have I missed? What do I need to do? Doesn't matter where you were yesterday. The more important thing is, where am I today? Where do I want to be? And I promise you, if you look at the rest of your life, you want to be in a situation where you're supremely confident that as you walk through the rest of your life if you do fall ill, that you don't end up in a nursing home against your wishes, you don't end up losing money to uncovered medical long-term care expenses, took you a lifetime to build your retirement nest, it will take you just a few years to lose it all if you don't watch it properly, and that you don't become a burden on your loved ones. And these are, I promise you, not just slogans. Uh, The sad reality in our society is everyone says, I don't want to be a burden on my kids. What does that really mean? What does that really mean? When you fall ill, is it true that your kids are just going to leave you hanging in the hospital, not show up because you told them that you didn't want to be a burden? And you know that's not going to happen. The reality is all your family members are going to be stuck in your life. The only question will be how well prepared are they and how much time do they have on their hands? And what planning have you done to minimize their involvement and maximize the ability that they will be able to effectively advocate without becoming your unpaid caregivers in the process? This is not education right. that you hear of or you get anywhere else. Go to this seminar, and we will give, give you all this information, all this thought of thought. And if you, for any reason, are thinking, well, I, I don't want to do it in person, well, we still have online options available for you. May 13th at 6 p.m. and May 15th at 6 p.m. We'll be doing a live webinar. And you, you can have your questions. There will be moderators on that live webinar. And, and we will walk you through all this planning, all this planning that you ought to be doing. You know you ought to be doing it, but you just don't know where to begin. This is a great place to start. So May 18th uh, at 6 p.m. in Federal Way, May 13th and 15th online live. All you have to do is to go to Life pointlaw.com that's life.law.com point and register for one of these three events that are coming up and that's the easiest way that you can go ahead and get this information done. Uh,
1: so Rajiv, can I add something here?
0: Yeah sure go ahead. You just
1: you said some uh, very important things. And you know one thing that's just a fact is the world is different than it was a year ago. And sure. we are seeing uh, I'm seeing with my clients, you know, people are taking a different view of retirement. And uh, we, we've seen all the the really tragic uh, things that have happened in nursing homes of the past year. And people are just so strong that I do not want to end up in a nursing home. Um, so we're in a new age. And, and as much as the tragedy of the last year has been, uh, I think it also has opened up a big opportunity for us, for society, for America to to redefine how we approach retirement in America and I think that's what is so uh, profound really and exciting about this your you know what what you're going to talk about in these seminars is how you're not going to end up in a nursing home you're not going to be a burden on your kids and you're not going to outlive your money and we're going to simplify all these plans coming at you, your, your Medicare plan, your retirement plan, your, your estate plan, your financial – no, we got to pull it all together. So there's one roadmap, and that, I think, is the, the key to it all.
0: Well said, Scott. Well said. Listen, we we should be taking a break. And before we take a break, just want to remind you, we're still playing. What year was it? Apollo 11 landed on the moon. Beatles gave their final live performance. Richard Nixon becomes the president of the United States. And this was the most popular song of this year. <laughs> Was it 1969, was it 1970, or was it 1971? You take a guess, we'll give you the answer towards the end of the show, towards the 11 o'clock hour. We'll be back right after this break.
3: 7 out of 10 Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3450. Controlling your future Take smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. Life Point Law located at 319 South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003.
2: Now back to aging options. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Know your options. Here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach.
0: And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagai along with Elder Law Attorney Scott Schill from LifePoint Law talking all things aging. Uh, the phone lines are open. If you have any questions, eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy, Teleport and we will give you the answer to whatever question so long as it connects with any retirement planning issue. Whether you're retired or thinking about retirement, surely you have questions and we promise we will put you in the right direction. If you don't have the answer, we'll find it for you. Uh, Scott, the other uh, stories that we have on the website, I really quickly want to uh, talk about two of them that I think uh, uh, somewhat connected. One is low interest rates, inflation risk and market volatility. They're all amounting to a perfect storm for retirees. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting article from uh, Kiplinger and uh kind of, uh, you know, one of the big overall themes is that, uh, you know, retirement is changing. In the old days, we used to have uh, pensions, defined benefits. And uh, since in the last, you know, 20 or 30 years, that the uh, risk of aging has shifted to uh, retirees. There's no longer defined benefit. It's what you save. They call that longevity risk. And we sort of think about With long longevity risk, what does that, you know, how does that play out? What does that mean? It means, well, we're in an age right now where we have very low interest rates and low interest rates, which are great when you're getting ready to buy a house or buy a car, anybody that wants to borrow. But for savings, for people that are savers like retirees that are looking for a safe and predictable return, it's just not there. Uh, I think the number they they uh, reference here is the federal funds rate right now is 0.25 percent. So um, you got to marry that with concerns about inflation, because <clears throat> if you're not getting a lot of return on your savings and uh, and there's significant inflation, uh, that's that's a recipe for disaster. Now right. we've had very low inflation. The the author points out here for a long time. <clears throat> um, but, of course, we're, we're borrowing a lot as a government to, uh, to kind of stabilize things uh, in the wake of the pandemic, and there's always the risk of inflation. But I thought what was really interesting, Rajiv, here was forget about uh, what happens in the future if inflation rises. What if inflation is modest? What if inflation is just, you know, say 2% going forward, which is, doesn't sound uh, too overwhelming or scary or terrifying, but just to get a sense of the impact of inflation, if you have a million dollars and 20 years later, 2% inflation rate over 20 years, the buying power of that $1 million is down to $672,971, a loss Mm. of one-third of your savings value. So uh, you couple all that, we say, okay, we got got inflation to worry about. We can't get a lot uh, uh, of return on savings. The stock market, well, Know, you've got to worry about volatility in the stock market. If you put everything uh, as a retiree in the stock market, nobody knows, uh, despite what people might tell you, nobody knows what's going to happen in the market tomorrow or in a year or five years. We know that it tends to do well over time, over you know a 10- or 20-year period. Uh, we feel really reasonably comfortable. But if you're a retiree um, and, and the market falls 50%, and you're invested in the market, that can be disastrous for your long-term outcomes.
0: Right, and, and what a great article to point out that, you know, if you have not done a financial dashboard, this is a good time for you to be doing that. Uh, the reason why a financial dashboard will give you, it'll, it'll allow you to sleep much easier. And, and what a dashboard will do is to tell you whether you, uh, how you need to be invested. Do you need to be aggressive? Do you need to be less aggressive? Uh, do you need to pare down your quality of life, etc. All these questions are far more important than how, much you, how you're invested. Uh, even the best investment advice that you end up getting, I mean, if you, if you change investment advisors because your advisor is not giving you a lot of return on your money, which is impossible in the last few years. The the market has just gone up and up and up and every advisor is looking like a hero at this point of time. Uh, till the market tumbles. But how much risk should you be taking? Uh, how much money should you be pulling out? Uh, make sure that you are doing this thing right. And if you don't know of someone who can do a financial dashboard, let's introduce you to a young man called Saket Sanger. He's, uh, he is with UBS, does a great job, somebody that, that I've worked with for 14 years inside of Aging Options, and then he went on his own, uh, became a financial advisor. He's a certified financial planner, got all the right credentials, and does an amazingly good job of helping you prepare a uh, financial dashboard and you can reach him if you have any interest and you can reach him at 206-234-7516 that's 206-234-7516 any questions about you know, retirement dashboard he can help you with that
1: um you know Rajiv, i wanted to add one more point on the retirement dashboard which is yeah. uh, the peace of mind that you're just talking about you know i have clients that are uh, you know high net worth clients that have lots of money and um they're afraid to touch it. Uh, You know, you're you're anxious about using it and enjoying your retirement. So one of the really nice things about having a retirement dashboard, working with a certified financial planner is, you know, you can look at that big picture and say, hey, look at my income, look at my uh, expenses, look at my asset, kind of really, you know, dig into it. And then they can run, uh, you know, the right kind of, uh, what they call a Monte Carlo simulation, which says, Hey, no matter what happens, we're going to run a thousand different simulations. If the market drops fifty percent, you know, tomorrow that has a different out, out impact on my outcome than if it happens fifteen years from now. And you'll get kind of a report that you, it says, "Hey, there is a you know ninety-seven point two percent chance that I'm going to be one hundred and five years old and still have money in the bank." And I find right. that when my clients see that in front of them and see all the different scenarios taken into account. All of a sudden, they feel more comfortable that, okay, I am going to be okay, and I can relax and enjoy my retirement.
0: And not only relax and enjoy the retirement, I think one of the biggest things that I've always said to people who have somewhere between a million to five million dollars. You go, we get here not just because somebody gave that money to us, but we get here by working hard and living a very conservative life. And and right. now to spend money in retirement where we've been saving all our lifetime, it's not an easy proposition because you're always looking over your shoulder. But when you have a retirement dashboard, one of the calculations a good financial advisor or financial analyst will do for you, they will show you that this is the amount of money you can withdraw each month from your savings and still not run out of money, you live to be 105 years of age. And my my point with that calculation then is to challenge my clients to say, use this money to do the world good while you're living. Many of the people who are between one to five million dollars almost universally will have some sort of a uh, a donation that they will end up making a bequest to some nonprofit organization, whether it's a university, whether it's Alzheimer's Association, whether it's a church, whether it is uh, an animal shelter, etc. And I keep thinking, well, after you're dead and gone, these organizations will get the money. Won't it be much better for you to go and give small amounts of money to these organizations while you're living? And see them actually use it. If they don't use it properly, you can change your mind. So a financial dashboard, any number of different reasons, I think it is the right answer. Again, go to Saket Sanger, 206-234-7516. 206-234-7516. Get a financial dashboard prepared. Listen, uh, Scott, we should take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll continue this conversation. There are two other stories. And also, you know... I also want to expand the conversation, talk about this long-term care insurance bill that is circulating in the state of Washington. What is that about? Yeah. We'll, I'll tease it a little bit, and then we'll talk about it in depth next week. And if you have questions, you can call me back next week, but I'll tease it, tell you what it is. I'll also fill you in what's going on in India. We've all heard about the COVID stuff happening in India. Well, it's very real to me. It's very personal to me. And I'll come back and give you an update about what's going on up there. And, and if you have any desire to help out, and give you some, some options up there. But before we go, Apollo landed on the moon and this year. Beatles gave the final performance. Richard Nixon became the president of the United States. And this was the most popular song of the year. There's sunshine, there's sunshine. Was it 1969? Was it 1970? Was it 1971? You take a guess. We'll come back and give you the answer in the next break. We're going to take a break. We'll be back very shortly.
3: 7 out of 10 Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by Elder Law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com. Or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 319-1967, South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003.
4: Safe. Independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the costs and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours.
2: Now back to Aging Options, my life, my plan, my way, changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement with life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And
0: welcome back to uh, Aging Options. This is elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayach, along with elder law attorney Scott Schill at LifePointLaw.com. At LifePointLaw.com, we help you not just with your legal planning, we help you with your life planning. And what is life planning? It is really retirement planning done much better. Traditional retirement planning leaves 70% of the people failing in retirement, either ending up in a nursing home against their wishes, becoming a burden on loved ones, or losing money to uncovered medical expenses. Do you want any of those three outcomes? I would venture a hazard a guess and say... No, you don't. Nobody does. Yet, 70% of us are going to deal with either one or more of those issues. But you don't need to if you have the proper plan. And for that, we've got three seminars coming up to show you why people fail in retirement, what you need to do differently, uh, not to fail in retirement. The first one is on May 18th at 6 p.m. in Federal Way. This is a live event. If you're fully vaccinated and you feel like getting a sense of normalcy again, you can come to this live event. But if you are not uh, vaccinated or you don't want to go to a live event, you've got two online events from the comfort of your own home on May 13th and May 15th. Also at six o'clock in the evening, you can join us and we'll give you all the answers. Uh, all you have to do is to go to LifePointLaw.com. That's LifePointLaw.com and register for any one of these three events. Hopefully we'll see you in person. If we don't see you in person, we will certainly see you online but take charge of your future. You don't want other people to be the ones telling you what to do things when you are to be making your own decisions. And we can we can tell you where the common mistakes ended, ended up, may, you know, where where people make common mistakes that get them into all sorts of scrapes they wish they were not in. So give us a call. And if you have any questions today, give us a call, 800 465 465 We may be able to take, squeeze in one call. But, Scott, let's get back to the stories up here, and I want to talk about the long-term care issue and also things about India. So real quickly, two stories that are on the website we haven't talked about. Rookie mistakes people, uh, new retirees make, mistakes you can easily avoid if you know what the mistakes are. And who qualifies to be called a senior citizen? Uh, Nobody wants to be called a senior citizen, but who qualifies? Those are stories you want to take a look at. I think they are good stories for you to take a look at if you're thinking about retirement. There's always an application to how you should be using these stories to better prepare for retirement. But let's talk about, uh, Scott, Uh, these stories are there. I'll leave it to our listeners to go ahead and go to the website, agingoptions.com, take a look at the stories. Let's talk about the long-term care issue that's coming up. Uh, uh, Do you have a sense? Have you looked at the statute and what what the government has just passed here in the state of Washington?
1: Yeah, I I have. So uh, Washington is kind of ahead of the curve in a lot of ways in trying to uh, implement a – Public long term care insurance uh, program, uh, which has its pros and cons. So, very briefly, uh, beginning, i uh, actually, I don't have the date. I think it may be beginning of 20, uh, uh, January 2022. Or, or 2025, 2025. sorry. Uh, there's going to be a, a mandatory uh, payroll uh, uh, deduction. To oh, no, that deduction fund.
0: is going to start next year. Sorry, in 2022, it'll start. The deduction will start in 2022, but the first benefits will start being paid out in 2025. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. So uh, there is an out. So I guess the one point to to bring up is that the payroll deduction that begins in 2022 is there is the the more you make, the bigger the deduction. And I think uh, there is no. There's no cap. It's just based on your income. Uh, that's where the deduction comes from. Uh, there is a small window right now where you can opt out if you have private long-term care insurance. And so I think there's a, a – and Rajiv, correct me on the date, or, or tell me the date. I believe that the election may be July of this year. That you, If you want to opt out, you have to make that election sometime uh, before the end of the year. I know that.
0: Right, right. It's, it's, and I don't have the exact date, but if you have a question, email me at radio at agingoptions.com. I'll send you the dates. And we'll bring all this information next week. I'll research it out a little bit more and bring you all the information. But, yeah, there's a date coming up.
1: Yeah. So the takeaway is going to be that there's going to be uh, in the very near future uh, an opt-out uh, uh, opportunity, uh, a deadline and so if long term care insurance, I think is something that, uh, you are exploring or thinking about, there's uh, going to be, uh, a, a opportunity or, or an incentive to make that decision before the opt out deadline.
0: Right. And, and the issue with this long-term care bill that we are looking at is, is this a good enough bill where you can actually count on it to solve the problem? And I, I have to say this. I I looked at the bill. I, I I talked about it. I talked to legislators about the whole thing. And my take was that this is going to prove to be a false promise to the majority of the people. They will have the right to say "I have a long term care insurance policy, but when you take a look at the benefits, the maximum amount of money that this benefit that you can get from this this, uh, this, this initiative is thirty six thousand five hundred dollars over your lifetime. Right. Right. So right. the amount of benefit you get is pathetic. Uh, two months in a nursing home, that'll pretty much three months in a nursing home that that'll pretty much eat it all up. Uh, so is this a good bill for you to have? I think it's better than nothing. I suppose the, the premiums are going to be fifty eight cents. Uh, sorry, point five, eight percent. So it's less than one percent uh, of the total pay paycheck and it doesn't there's no limit to how much that you will have to end up paying so for many people it'll be a very expensive proposition to deal with so that's going to be right. the long-term care issue we'll deal with and, and remember again it's not a question the reason why the state is getting involved is because we know we know for a fact the single biggest financial threat that you're going to be faced with in retirement is if you have an illness and medicare medicaid say they don't have any answer for that they are not going to cover the bill for that, you're going to either need to spend everything down to nothing and then go on Medicaid, look to the VA benefits, which also is a spend-down requirement, or you're going to need to spend all your money yourself. So you'd better hope that you have a lot of money. Is it time for you to look at a, a private long-term care insurance policy? State you Next week we'll be talking about that issue. We'll be focusing a lot on long-term care insurance policies, whether it is the state initiative or otherwise. Scott, that's, we're coming pretty close to the end of the show. I want to thank you for taking time on a Saturday to join me, and, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping you'll be able to join me again next week so we can continue this conversation about re- retirement planning.
1: Well, thank you for having me, and, and hopefully everyone has a wonderful weekend.
0: You as well, Scott. Thank you, and a John. And uh, to to the rest of the listeners, I want to thank you also for letting us come and barge into your lives and give you, hopefully, information that you don't get anywhere else. I mean it when I say that, you know, we have a great opportunity for you to help you put you in the right direction so you can have better life outcomes than the average retiree in America does. Uh, the reality in America is that you cannot escape the fear that you grow old, you fall ill, end up in a nursing home, become a burden on loved ones, or you end up losing access to uncovered and medical expenses. None of these things need to happen if you know how to plan differently. And that's what we do at Aging Options and Life Point Law, show you how you can act, uh, plan differently for much better outcomes. Uh, so we were on this show, we were also talking about, I'm, I'm a little discombobulated right now, but on this show we were talking about what year was it? We've been playing that game. Did you guess the year right? This is the year that Apollo 11 landed on the moon. Beatles gave their final live performance. Richard Nixon became the president of the United States. And this was the most popular song of the year. <laughs> Was it 1969? Was it 1970? Was it 1971? Well, if you guessed, it was 1971. Tarek, what did you guess?
1: I guessed uh, 1874. 1874. You're wrong. Oh, what? Darn it.
0: Uh, And if you guessed 1969, which Scott did, well, congratulations. That's the year that Apollo 11 landed on the moon. The Beatles gave the final performance. Richard Nixon became the president. And this was the state in 1969. Wasn't that a good answer? Thank you for playing along with us. And, uh, you know, uh, Tarek, we probably are going to slip out a little bit early today. Uh, I want to say thank you to all our listeners for listening. Please stay tuned. Next week, same time, same place, we'll be back. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. bye